Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited today to introduce you to my guest, Sarah Maria, who is a business foundation consultant and has a company called Business Babe Basics. And I know many of you are looking to leave your nine to five and start a business, or you already have a business going. So I think this is perfect timing to have Sarah Maria on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk with you today about you and your company and everything you do to help people get their businesses off the ground. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. This is like the highlight of my day. I was like, Friday, 9 a.m. Here I am. So thank you, first of all, for letting me come on your podcast. And hi, everyone who's listening. Happy Friday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Let's go. I love it. And uh, Sarah Maria and I actually met in a program called She Leads in yeah. Arizona. And I instantly was like, oh, my gosh, can I bottle up this woman's energy? She is like... <laughs> So high energy. So we've been friends ever since and uh, super excited to have you on the podcast and for everyone listening to get to hear all the goodness um, that she'll bring. So first off, tell me, I know that I know the story, but I'd love for everybody to hear the story of how you ended up in Arizona and starting your own business. Okay. Well, um, I've been here five years this year, actually August 7th makes my fifth year. And I moved, I'm originally from Virginia and I moved here five years ago because I felt God told me to move and I packed up everything and sold, no, I sold everything and I packed up my car and my clothes and I moved to Arizona, um, August, 2017. And I worked at the section eight office. I knew nobody in Arizona was so different than Virginia. Like first I was so excited to move. And then I came here, felt like I was in the twilight zone, like every, and people weren't friendly. Like I would be like, hi. And they'd look at me like I was crazy. And in Virginia, that's just how you talk to people. We're just like, Hey, you know, good morning. So, um, I worked section eight office for a little bit. And then I quit that job. I remember I was in she leads. I was like a 2018. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, um, I came up with this idea, landlord liaisons, was to bring section eight landlords and tenants together. And I remember when I quit my job and I hadn't like told my parents, but remember I told you guys first? Yeah. <laughs> I told you guys first and I quit and I started something else. And then it just like, I just, uh, Olenka, do you know Olenka? Maybe. Olenka uh, anyway, she was like the first woman that I met who I heard her story about how she came over here from Russia and had absolutely nothing. And she built this empire. And so I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And so that's what like had encouraged me to like quit and start yeah. this entrepreneur journey. Boy, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. And what I love about your story is we talk all things goals, but we like to add this word bold to it because you can have a goal for every day. Like my goal is to get the laundry done by Friday. Boring. Um, <laughs> but these bold goals are really about the things that almost make you feel a little uneasy. Well, a lot uneasy. Yeah. And you're like the queen of that moving across country. That was bold. Quitting yeah. your job. That was bold. Yeah. 
And so tell me a little bit about like, how do you find the courage to take those big, bold actions? Man. Um, well, to be honest with you, a lot of it comes from my faith. Like I believe in God. And like I said, I felt like he told me to come out here and I remember I was like, okay, if you want me to come out to Arizona, make a way for me to come out here. And like, I got this like crappy, like telemarketer job, but I didn't know that's what it was at the time, but it got me out here. And so it's like, I know that I was supposed to be out here because of how things have transpired. But like in the beginning, I remember I was like, I called one of my best friends. I was like, oh my gosh, I hate it here. I want to go home. And my friend was like, who told you to come out there? And I was like, God, she's like, so why don't you ask him what he wants you to do? And so basically I felt God was telling me, Hey, I gave you everything that you need already inside. You just need to go out and apply it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably where it comes from. And I think that applies to so many things. I think so many times the only one holding us back is ourselves. Yeah. Every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it scary sometimes? Like, I mean, I'm like, if I can move to Arizona, like I move across the country and start over, I was like, I can do anything. So that, that's me. I was like, I can do anything. Like there's nothing else that I couldn't do because I just did that. And starting over as an adult and making friends is like, you know what I'm saying? You're not like in high school. We're not in college. You have yeah. to be friends with people at your job. And people that I worked with at the beginning were like, I'm so glad I went out and went networking. Cause they were just not, they were just kind of, just kind of like accepted, like how stuff was. Yeah. And like, um, I'll give, okay, I'll give you this example. So, okay. So we worked there and I think we made like $20 an hour and like everyone else was making like, I think maybe 25 or maybe we made under that anyway. So I wrote a letter because I was getting really mad because we did the same amount of work as the city employees, but we didn't have, um, you know, uh, 401k or any benefits and we didn't get like paid time off or anything like that. So I wrote a letter and asked them if we could make the same amount of money. I think it was like $25 an hour. And they, 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 they did. And they were like, okay, they granted it. But then everybody in the section, a office was mad at me because I opened my mouth and I was like, well, I know how much I'm worth. Like, I'm sorry if you don't, but I was like, all they can tell me is no. Yeah. You know, they just kind of just like settled. They were just like, well, this is what it is. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. And then they were mad that they all got a raise. (laughs) No, no, no. They were mad that the contractors were not making the same amount of money. But I'm like, we're doing the same amount of work that you have, you're doing. Yeah. And we don't get 401k. That's so right. Funny. We have no benefits. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's pretty bold. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then you created this uh, business landlord liaisons, and then now yep. you're doing business basics. So let's talk about that. Like what, how did you transition into what you're doing now? Okay. So, well, when the pandemic came, then I had to like shut down landlord liaisons because nobody was like paying their rent and no landlords were getting paid. So nobody wanted to hear about section eight. So, um, but I got a job working with the SBA. And so I was processing SBA loans and it was there that I saw all these people were like missing different parts. Like they'd have their business incorporated, but they didn't have a business bank account. And so people were missing out on funding and stuff. And so when I, we got uh, laid off from that job, I think it was like July, uh, July, maybe last year or something like that, the year before, um, we, I had to figure out what I was going to do. And so I got the idea to create Business Bay Basics because I already had like grown a whole network of women and I really love helping women. 
And so I took that and I, rem I remember how much pain I had to go through when I did the landlord liaisons because I didn't have, I couldn't afford a mentor or anything. And I was like getting all my information off of Google, which is terrible yeah. <laughs> and overwhelming. And so I was like, well, I don't want other people to have to do that. I was like, so I can put together a program, like a one-stop shop and be able to help them with like everything like from the beginning like now I got it all the way to like I can help you with social media and I can point you in the direction of like coaches because I have these different women who are part of my network and they'll offer a discount for my clients to go you know and work with them so it's like it's all about collaboration I'm really big yeah. on collaborating because that's how everybody wins and we're just better together period like that's that's how it always is I can never I never had a problem where I didn't get along with women yeah so, and I think it, what's it, really cool about what you're doing is that Yes, people can go in there and you can start a business every day, but getting a business started is usually kind of a foreign concept. Like it's not very often that you're doing this. And typically in your lifetime, you're only going to start one or two businesses. It's not like right. you're going to start a hundred. And what <laughs> I love is that, well, maybe you can, but um, <laughs> what I love is that you're really guiding people through the process of something that is not intuitive. It's not right. like, oh, this is how we do this. Um, so I love that. I know when I first, I, I help nonprofits become nonprofits. Yep. And when I first did that paperwork, it's like 179 pages or something that you send to the IRS. And I procrastinated for six months because I would get to the second line, no joke, the second line. And it said address. And I'd be like, Ooh, do we need a PO box? Do I just use my address? Do right. I want my address out on the World Wide web? Yeah, yeah. And then All I that. stopped. And then six months later, and when I think about that, like how many people could we have helped in right. that six months when I was stuck on line number two of page one of 176? <laughs> but now right. I fill that paper out, paperwork out for nonprofits all the time, and it doesn't take me more than an hour. Right. So, yeah. You're doing the same thing. It's like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So in that so, nonprofit, somebody asked me if I knew how to do that. I was like, no, I do not. Oh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm your girl. I'm your I, girl. I know somebody who does. It's not yeah. me. The other Sarah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So how empowering is it, though, when you see these women coming to you to start their business and what's that feeling like when they actually get it off the ground and going because of so your help? Happy. It makes me so happy because it's like, I feel part of my purpose is to help women in their purpose. And it's like, it just makes me happy because I want everyone to win. And so it's like, I'm not gonna be mad. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, it's like, yes, you like, you want everyone to be better. Like I always am around women who make me better. And so I want the women who are around me, I want to be able to make them better. And you just get so, you're just like so happy and they're happy. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I did this. Like I, I got my business started. Like by myself like I did that and they're you know it's like it's proud and it's like it's it's theirs and it's like it's empowering for them and that's what makes me happy it's like they can see like how much how much they're worth and like how much they can actually do you know like you don't yeah. even know how, what you can do unless you have unless you have to, have to do it <laughs> yeah yeah and I think it's really you know this one thing where we'd like to help each other out as women but it's really empowering for women to have their own business and and own their own financial security as well. Yes. So it's more than just having a business. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of times, sometimes women like or or the, the they would just depend on their husband, but then it happened to like what happens if your husband dies? 
Mm -hmm. or you guys divorce something, right? And then you're stuck with it and you don't know anything. And it's like, you have to know like your stuff. Like, like I'm dealing with my, like my mom's like financials and stuff. And there's like all these things like I never even knew about. So I never thought to ask because I never thought, oh, I'd have to worry about it. But yeah. it's like, it's like being prepared before you need to. So it's like, it's like, it's, it's really good to help you like, and you have to get all your stuff together when you have a business. It's yeah. not just, oh, I got my LLC and a little paperwork. Like there's so much more. And mentally, honestly, you, I honestly feel like you should be mentally prepared first and not work backwards. Like I started a business and then I had like coaches and like I had a mentor and did mindset stuff. You need to do the mindset stuff first. Cause you have no idea what you're about to get into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like for real. What yeah. advice would you give to somebody who is sitting in their cubicle and they're like, Ooh, I have a business on my heart. I just don't know how to get started. What advice would you give to them? I would say just, I would say just start. I'd be like, okay. So say there's some, uh, say you want to have like, I want to like have a, um, a boutique or something. So maybe I would start like reaching out to women. Like I would go on LinkedIn and I would go on Instagram and I would try to find the women who were doing what I wanted to do. And I reach out to them and be like, Hey, you know, my name is Sarah Maria. I'd love to take you to coffee, learn more about you and stuff like that. And then you could share with them like, Hey, this is like, you know what I'm trying to do. Like, that's the first thing I would do. Like, and they could probably just guide you, but just like try to generally build a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Just like be around the people that you want to be like, that's the first thing that I would do. Yeah. And I think so often when businesses, women start businesses, we're alone, we feel isolated, <laughs> all that stuff. And a lot of women are so willing to reach back and help bring others along because that's what they needed when they started their business or that's what they really craved. I know when I first started my business, it was years ago, it was a side hustle for like nine years and it was a side hustle for a reason. I didn't want to leave my, my full-time job, but I kept getting people asking me to do what my full-time job was on the side. And so I created a business to basically charge them. And then COVID happened and um, I was let go from my position. And so I like to say I was like thrown into the deep end yes. of the pool. And one of my mentors asked me a couple months in, how do you like being a sole entrepreneur? And I said, I hate the soul part of the right, entrepreneur yep. because I had been used to big teams where I would go mm -hmm. into a meeting. I'd have a wild idea. I'd walk out and say, Hey, we're thinking about doing this thing. And my team would be like, okay. And I'd say, but I'm going to another meeting. And by the time I came back, they're like, well, this is feasible. And they'd have like models all worked out. Oh, no. and it was great. But when you're a sole entrepreneur, you go into a meeting and you have a wild idea. Guess who's got to figure that all out? You. You. And yeah. so I love this idea that you have really built of building community yes. and working in relationship because yep. so often business owners are, are solo and they're good at what they do, but there's so many other things. Yeah. Oh, and you get overwhelmed when it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how have you been able to build relationships or trade services to keep your business going? Um, well, one thing I did was I, so I added boss hour. So I have a monthly women's group called uh, boss hour. And I think I started it in like May or yeah, I had May, June, I skipped July and I'm having one uh, next week. 
but um so basically like women would come together and they could network and then i'd have like different um sponsors women-owned businesses so they'd be able to get up and talk about you know their business and just like bring community together and stuff like that and then this year i'm having one it's gonna be men and women since my it's my fifth year but just like I, I, that was like another way for me to like make income and bring people together and then you know, maybe if they come there, then they can learn more about like, you know, what I do, because I'm going to talk about it. But you know what I mean? Just like a different way to like bring people in. And I love networking events. Like, yeah, I, I think that is like one of my favorite things is like, I like to bring people together and connect them. And I'll be going to like different industries. Like I'll be in the cannabis industry, I'll be in the real estate industry. And a lot of times those industries just stick with their own people. But I'm like, how are you ever going to know who needs your services or product if you don't ever cross network? So then yeah. you come to my networking event and I'll bring everyone together. I love it. Yeah. I used to go. And what I love about your events from what I've seen on social is that I used to go to these networking events and um, because I had operations in my title, uh, the next day I would get the calls for, can we service your copier? Can we clean your carpet? And that was not anything that I did in my job. <laughs> But what I love about your events is that you're very purposeful of bringing and and purposely purposefully connecting people in a more authentic way, you know, instead of that exchanging a business card that you're no, just going to throw in the trash. That doesn't work like um so I have this icebreaker and it's like you get a bingo card and um it might say it says like find somebody who and it might be like who's not from Arizona or whose favorite color is black. And so when you come in, like you'll have to go and you'll have to, you'll have to talk to people and get to know them. And so you yeah. just feel like break that awkward. Cause it's awkward. Cause a lot of people came by themselves, you know? And yeah. so it's like, Hey, here you go. It's a good way. And plus it was prizes. Who doesn't want a prize? Everyone yep. <laughs> exactly. Everybody wants a prize. Yes. You know, it's interesting because even as grown adults, you know, I think back, it's weird to talk about this post COVID, but I think back to events where I've walked in by myself and you still feel, or at least I still felt like I was that kid in the lunchroom with my lunch tray and yes. I was the new like person <laughs> and I didn't know where to sit. And then you like put the tray down and they're like, oh, I'm saving this for someone. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And yeah. even as an adult going to a networking event, it's like that. It takes courage to walk into those rooms where you don't know somebody. And even the people who are super extroverted and say it doesn't, it still does. It does. They, they you know, as soon as they make that first connection, it may feel better. But um it's awkward and no, it is awkward. And it, and, and it can be like, like, I usually don't get nervous, but a couple of times I've been in places where I felt like the crowd of people was like kind of intimidating. Like usually I'll just walk in and I don't care, but sometimes you just like, I was like, I don't know anybody here. Yeah. You know, not one person, usually no one, person, not anybody. You're just like, <sighs> then you just got to talk to people. I'm like, if you want to make friends, you have to show yourself friendly. So I just, I'm Oh, I love that. If you want to make friends, you have to show yourself friendly. Yeah. That's a great quote. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Hey, I'm Sam Maria. Like, or, or I'll say, Hey, I love, I'll find something I like on that person. I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I love your hair. Like I love that blouse. And yeah. then start it like that, you know? Yeah. I'm an introvert at, uh, in my nature, which people are a lot, uh, often surprised about yeah, that, but I am. I am. <laughs> and when I go to events, I plan out my, what's my purpose for the event. So this might be helpful to a 
other introverts. So I'll say, I want to meet three people that know about this thing that I'm trying to figure out. And so then my goal in my head is to keep meeting people until I find three people who know about this thing that I'm trying to figure out. Or I want to meet five people who are interested in starting a nonprofit. And some, some events I'll find those people and some events I won't. But it's really a way for me to to remember that that's my goal of the night. And so I have to keep going. I love that, though. I love that. Yeah. And often when you go to an event and you know one person, what happens? You end up spending your whole night. Oh, my gosh. One person. Yep. 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 And I went and I went to a networking event and didn't meet a single thing. Single new person. I met the same person I already knew for years. (laughs) But what's cool about that activity is that you don't necessarily need to meet the person there. I might ask like, hey, Sarah Maria, do you know anybody who's looking to start a nonprofit or anybody who has an event uh, space? I'm looking for an event space. Yeah. And then you're now on the hunt. Yeah. For Oh, yeah. you know, hey, Sarah's looking for somebody yeah. with an event space and you own an event space. Yeah. Oh, so see, it, I love that. It tasks other people. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's so good though. Cause no, you're like, you're right though. Like when you go to networking events, like when I go somewhere, like I have to be like intentional. I'm also like, okay, I'm going to be here for an hour. So I'm like, I'm yeah. going to go around the room and try to meet three people, hand out these, the rest of these cards. It's like, go, go. And then that's it. Because it's like, in the beginning, I used to not do that. And so then I would be like, I might be there at seven. Then it's going to nine and it's like already in old town. So then I end up going out. And like, that was not the, that was never the goal. Yeah. <laughs> That was never the goal. So I'm like, in it, in it, whatever I can do in an hour, I do it in an hour. Yep. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I love it. And I love your energy. So you have events now. What's next for your business? What's your next bold goal? Oh, boy. Um, well, my next bold goal is like next year. So I want to bring back the landlord liaisons. And what I'm doing right now is like, I have one rental property and I want to get more rental properties. And I want to be able to teach people how to create generational wealth through owning rental properties. So that's probably what I'm going to work on. And I'm going to, I would love to like take um, boss hour and to be able to like, you know, maybe go have little pop-ups in the different States where I know my friends live and get stuff together like that. I think that would be, that would be cool. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, and over here, we like to read a lot of books. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What okay. books are you reading or would you recommend? Oh, okay. Um, I'm reading this one book by Amanda Francis. It's called Riches. Okay. I won't say that. The F word. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading uh, Christine Kane. Not Christine. I cannot remember her name. But she was a realtor on um, Selling Sunset. It's like mm-hmm. how to, hers is how to be a boss. Um, so I'm reading that too. And then I'm also reading, uh, we could all be millionaires again. Cause I already read it once, but I just really love it. And oh, yeah, I love it. And so <laughs> your focus right now is on generating wealth then. Yeah. Yep. I love it. That sets it really nicely up for what you want to do and helping others to be able to do that. I think so many times people are just going through the day-to-day race and not really achieving their full potential. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're right. You get comfortable. And when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable and like to the point where it makes your stomach hurt. 
Yeah. And then you, you have to do it anyway. I'm just like, oh, like speaking on stages, like, oh, I don't want to do that. Makes my stomach hurt. Am I going to sign up to do it? Yes. Because yep. I know that has to be the next thing I have to do. Yep. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for dropping all your gold and energy today on the podcast. If somebody wanted to find you, how could they find you? How could they work with you? And what could they expect? Okay. So, um, well, you can find me on, I'm most active on Instagram. And so it is, um, so it's, I am Sarah Maria. So it's I underscore a M underscore S A R-A underscore Maria. And then um, also my website, which is xoxosaramaria.com. And I can help anyone. I usually help um, women that are in like the first to second year. So either if you want, if you already have your business and you're like missing some things, maybe you don't have your DUNS number or your business bank account, or you just are getting started. I have different packages so I can help anyone from like you know, very small to very large. And then um, boss hour, August 21st from four to seven, I'm going to be having an event and I'm going to keep having it every month. So I just love for people to come out to that as well. And uh, yeah. (laughs) Cool. I love it. So monthly boss hours, and then uh, I'll link your website as well as Instagram in there. If you're looking to start a business, or you just have a business on your heart, please reach out to Sarah Maria. She'll get you started from the beginning with the right stuff, everything you need. If you don't even know what she's talking about with the Duns number, then you definitely need to reach out to Sarah Maria because she'll get your business up and running quickly and um, most efficiently. But what's really cool is you'll be joining a network of entrepreneurs that are really looking to connect and grow. Yes. Ah. I love it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show today. And bold goal crushers, remember that you can crush your goals and everything that gets in the way without working double time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.